0: Here it is!
1: From deep inside your audio device of choice. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was a child, there was no connection, but there was a man who ran for president of the United States in, um, I think, five or six consecutive Republican primaries. I'll mention his name. I'm betting you've never heard of him. Harold Stassen. Every election cycle, for five or six times, he ran, despite the fact that maybe he'd get two or three percent of the vote each time, never came, never went up, in fairness, never went down. I guess some people just like the name, Harold Stassen. He was, um, I guess we'd have to say in this day and age, even in that day and age, he was a so-called moderate Republican. And um, even in that day and age, he was either too moderate for the Republican Party or just too obscure. In any case, the point of bringing that up now is it taught me at an early age that once a person looks in the bathroom mirror in the morning and says to the mirror, you you should be President of the United States, that never goes away. That doesn't die. No matter how many times the voice of the American public says, no, you shouldn't. And that's the basis for me raising this question. Inside today's Republican Party, there are half a dozen, maybe more, people, I think all men so far, who have put their personal ambition on the back burner for now two consecutive, actually uh, yes, two consecutive election cycles, 2016 and 2020 to make way for the Donald Trump thing and I'm just based on my Harold Stassen memory I'm just wondering if those people are willing to do it again are willing to Yeah, no, I'll wait another four years. What the hell? Or whether in the secret night of their soul, and maybe even when they get together in certain obscure caves, they're thinking, no way, and sharpening their knives for that inevitable moment when, as in California a couple weeks ago, a Donald Trump wannabe got smacked down in a recall election and suddenly it becomes if not obvious at least possible in the minds of Republican primary voters that there's a possibility for another guy instead of the former guy just wondering hello welcome to the show Home of the Homeless. I'm Harry Shearer welcoming you to this 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 right here, this particular edition of the show. I wouldn't dare welcome you to any of the others. And now,
0: we've got the ultra-modern knack of getting oil from the deepest crack. So give the boys just a bit of slack and say a hearty
1: What's it like to live near a fracking well or 2 or 3 or 4 well? A Canadian study has tackled that question. It's come out this week, reported by The Canadian Press. A new study, it says, has found homes close to where fracking is used to extract natural gas in British Columbia have higher levels of certain organic pollutants. Those pollutants may lead to To jackpot, no, to short and long-term health effects. Lead author is a professor in the Department of Health and Society at the University of Toronto, Scarborough. She says researchers took water and air samples from the homes of 85 pregnant women in the Peace River area of British Columbia for a week. Pregnant women, why? Because of the potential negative health effects of living close to natural gas wells using fracking, including higher rates of preterm births, low birth rate, sorry, weight, and heart malformations, she said. Studies published in the journal Science of the Total Environment measured a number of different chemicals in the homes of the pregnant women, compared the results with the general Canadian population. See if there are any differences. What did they find? The amount and proximity of natural gas wells to the home were linked to higher levels of certain chemical contaminants. Well, what do you know? The uh, authors of the results showed that air samples in homes near the natural gas well sites had higher levels of chemicals used in fracking. Your acetone, your chloroform, and those same contaminants were found in their study subjects, the pregnant women. Quote, we cannot say that hydraulic fracking activity was causing the levels of acetone and chloroform in those residences. We can say that they were associated with each other head of the study said, pointing out again the difference between association and causation. The study says there's a need to assess health risks associated with fracking, given the documented effects of prenatal exposure to volatile organic chemicals used in these operations, your VOCs, and the uh, growing evidence suggesting associations with poorer birth outcomes. The study also found higher levels of chemicals in the homes of indigenous study participants than others, indigenous Canadians, First Nations people. Researchers are unsure why levels were higher in those homes. She said it could be associated with ethnicity and socioeconomic status, being linked to heightened health risks from industrial activities. Quote, there seems to be a disproportionate environmental burden towards indigenous people, unquote. You know, the way polluting industries and other polluting phenomena are in this country disproportionately located in neighborhoods of lower-income people and people of color. It's just a thing. That has nothing to do with fracking, probably. But you never know, do you? One never, knows, but one never Knows Does One. Got to play that one soon. And um, now, ladies and gentlemen, some news of the godly. Pope Francis this week accused the Archbishop of Cologne, Cardinal Rainer Maria Roelke, of grave errors, but stopped short of removing him from his post takes more than grave errors to get kicked out of this church, he, s- he didn't say. The senior priest who heads Germany's largest archdiocese will take a sabbatical at his own request. seems only fair. The decision came after talks between the Pope and Welke on a, guess what, child sexual abuse crisis that has rocked the church in Germany. Rock the church! Come on now, rock the church! You can do it. It, rocked it. The Vatican said it was clear that Velky needed, quote, time to renew and to reconcile, unquote. Not time to sit in a cell and um, <laughs> feel punished at all. Quote, this has led Pope Francis to accommodate the cardinal and his wish for a spiritual time out. That's a statement from the Vatican. Guess he'll have the trainer work on him. In May, the Pope sent two envoys to look at possible mistakes committed by Velke. He was criticized for his handling of the, yes, historic sexual abuse allegations. There was particular criticism for his decision not to publish a report into that wrongdoing. Velke said he disagreed with the way it was carried out, the uh, investigation, and cited legal concerns about the document. He He commissioned a separate external report... He was accused of, yeah, trying to protect the priests involved. Huh. The second document that uh, he issued, released in March this year, showed 314 people, maybe mainly boys under the age of 14, were abused by clergy in the Cologne Diocese between 1975 and, 1980, and, and uh, 2018. Now you know what they mean when they say it smells like cologne. Velke himself was cleared of wrongdoing by the report. He has repeatedly rejected calls for his resignation. He just needs a timeout. Revelations about sexual abuse in the past have dogged the Catholic Church in Germany for years. High-ranking members of the organization were accused of failing to follow up or report cases of abuse, not sanctioning perpetrators, you know, sending them on a timeout, or not caring for victims. Earlier this month, the Pope rejected the resignation of Hamburg's Archbishop, Archbishop Hess. Hess had offered to step down in March after he was accused of mishandling sexual abuse allegations in that second report commissioned by Velke. Hess, in particular, was faulted for 11 cases of neglecting his duty. He conceded he had made, quote, mistakes, unquote, in the past, but denied actively aiding efforts to shield abusers. Following those findings, Francis did grant Hess a timeout of unspecified length. I'd hate to be the refs. News of the godly. And uh now let's look in on billionaire's row. First of all, everybody's favorite billionaire these days, Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. He um you know he had this SpaceX flight over the last week, where four non-astronauts donned astronaut suits went up to a suborbital little uh, stay, came back down safely. Now he says on Twitter that the uh, SpaceX thing that he owns plans to upgrade the amenities for the next space tourist flight, including the toilet. Didn't think of that in the first, first time around? Too expensive? uh, Plumber wasn't available? What? The crew made up of four civilian astronauts took off on Wednesday, landed back on Earth Saturday evening. This is last week. He tweeted the following Monday he met the crew in person in Florida and then answered questions from Twitter users, how nice, about the company's plans for the next mission. Responding to one user, Musk said the next flight would have, quote, upgraded toilets. We had some challenges with it this flight. Unquote. The billionaire did not elaborate on what those challenges were or how exactly the toilets would be upgraded. But it sounds nice whatever happened and why ever they didn't do that for the first flight. Come on, come on, come on, let's get it done. Let's get these guns up there. And another favorite billionaire, the head of Nice Corp. Nice people doing nice things, Rupert Murdoch. Rudy Giuliani has been banned from Fox News for almost three months. He learned of his banishment on the eve of September 11th. And then, nutty? he was scheduled to appear on Fox & Friends to mark the 20th anniversary of uh, 9-11, but the night before host post Pete Hegseth called Giuliani to say he was cut from the show and he apologized. That is, Pete Hegseth apologized. The ban extends not just to Giuliani, but also to his son Andrew, who's not been on Fox News since he launched his campaign for governor of New York in May, despite his many requests to be allowed on the network. His team is doubly frustrated because rival GOP gubernatorial candidate Representative Lee Zeldin is a frequent guest on Fox News. Bookers have told both Giuliani's the ban comes from the top. The former New York City mayor had been a fixture on the network. Well, judging by Elon Musk, the fixtures are being upgraded. Quote, Rudy is really hurt because he did a big favor for Rupert A source close to Giuliani said, quote, he was instrumental in getting Fox on Time Warner back in 1996 so it could be watched in New York City, unquote. Giuliani's administration, when he was mayor, advocated for Time Warner to carry the newly launched Fox News channel, intervening in a dispute between Murdoch and Time Warner. Giuliani is one of the defendants in a lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems. Another defendant is Fox News. The suit allegedly claims they defamed Dominion with false election claims in the case of Fox for allowing guests like Giuliani to make the claims on its network. In a 2018 FBI deposition that became public last month, this according to Politico, Giuliani admitted he would push lies about Hillary Clinton on Fox News, referring to it as, quote, throwing a fake, unquote. You know somebody else? who's having trouble getting on Fox News, Giuliani's former police commissioner, Bernie Carrick After being a regular on the network, he appeared live on the network once on September 11th, despite being a critical player in the aftermath of the attacks. He wrote a letter, did Carrick to, Kerik to uh, Fox Business Network president, Lauren Peterson, to complain, according to a source familiar with the matter. Fox News source said Carrick was also booked for Fox & Friends, but canceled because of logistical issues. This was on September 11th. The network declined to comment on Giuliani's status with the network. Carrick, you know about Carrick? You need to know about Carrick a little bit? He was Giuliani's police commissioner, during which time, it turns out, he was um, taking... Some free services, with in in regard to the uh, fancying up of his home, and um, on the day of nine eleven, which was of course nine eleven, he Carrick took advantage of a facility the police department maintained in downtown New York. This else not, not just on the day, but in the aftermath. Um, a, a facility for arrest rest for the police officers on duty during the aftermath of 9-11. Carrick commandeered that space for uh, as a love squat for him and his um, sweetie of the time, who was a New York publisher. He was um, accused by the feds of some serious crimes. The judge said he found Carrick's array of misdeeds, quote, operatic, unquote, in sentencing him to a uh, four year jail term. Last year, he was, he, Carrick, was pardoned by Donald Trump.
0: A countenance Just as grim As a cleric's stare When his house It needed fixing, There was no money He was Nixon. When the mobsters Would mix in Carrick was there
2: Carrick was there
0: When the city Was on fire Carrick was there Taking time out only for a torrid affair. Just to make a good impression, he used a flat meant for decompression. Of the guys in his profession, Carrick 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 was there. Carrick was there. Carrick was there. Carrick was there. When Mayor Rudy had his passion Carrick was there When the time had come to cash in When Iraq needed policing Carrick was there Though some said it was a fleecing Could Carrick care? It was three long months of training, then the crap, it started raining, so without complaining, Carrick was out of there. When Homeland needed securing, Carrick was there. But his nanny records were found in disrepair. So Bernie took a powder before the questioning got louder. In the pages of the tabloids, Carrick was there. There. When Trump rolled out a pardon, Carrick was there. No guard dogs do in the garden Carrick could dare It was Rudy who saved his bacon From the laws he had been breaking In Giuliani's golden glare Carrick is there Carrick is there Ooh, Carrick is there Carrick is there
1: And now, more about Nice Corp. Rupert himself, even as his outlets tore down the then Labour Prime Minister of Australia, attacking him for his attempts to deal with climate change, News Corp was advocating, quote, market based mechanisms to support carbon reductions. In the United States and other places. This is uh, per document submitted to the Carbon Disclosure Project, a nonprofit group that has for two decades cataloged and rated environmental reporting from more than 300 companies. Your Apple, your Coke, your Ford. No one forced News Corp to make disclosures to the CDP, according to Vice. The group publishes uh, a database on its website. Far from altruism, News Corp's disclosures are cast as corporate self interest. In 2010, For example, a filing explained that doing so would give the company, quote, valuable expertise when responding to mandated reporting requirements, unquote, under a potential carbon pricing system should any country put one into effect. News Corp also modeled the potential financial damage it faced due to extreme weather, wildfires, and other physical dangers intensified by climate change. Quote, the company believes it's in a better position than others to mitigate those risks, the company said in their documents. News Corp has submitted yearly reports on its environmental progress to CDP since 2006, often receiving A grades for its efforts from the organization. The North American Managing Director of the Carbon Disclosure Project said News Corp's disclosures place it among the world's more responsible media corporations. Quote, They have a strong understanding of climate issues and climate risk. Unquote. Vice Reviewed more than a decade's worth of those submissions, the documents show a company that's taking steps to protect its operations and thousands of employees from a climate emergency it knows is getting worse. At the same time, it gives a massive media platform to people who say the emergency isn't real. The documents show the News Corp privately acknowledged climate change is making hurricanes worse. Even as a Wall Street Journal editorial writer claimed in 2012 that, quote, climate change shouldn't be blamed for Hurricane Sandy, unquote. The company in 2019 briefed employees on the dangers they could face from Australia's, quote, climate-related bushfires, unquote, while the Murdoch-owned Australian newspaper ran an editorial uh, saying, quote, experts keep telling us there's no direct link between climate change and bushfires. We know many fires are lit by arsonists, unquote. Because the arsonists on our staff... No, they didn't say that. Murdoch's company last year cited severe droughts in California that led to wildfires as a potential example of the, quote, physical aspects of climate change, unquote. But Tucker Carlson, top-rated Fox News host, attacked Democrats for, quote, insisting without evidence that climate change is causing California wildfires, unquote. In its 2020 disclosure to CDP News Corp, said it carefully evaluates the risk of sea level rise and flooding when deciding what new facilities to acquire and where. Members of the board are periodically updated about the company's sustainability initiative and the risks it faces from climate disasters. The board of directors includes Rupert Murdoch himself. Meanwhile, one of Fox News' rising stars, Gret Gutfeld, Gutfeld, said this May the climate crisis, quote, does not exist Vice News presented a detailed list of questions asking about these events to News Corp Fox News, Dow Jones owned by Rupert which publishes the Wall Street Journal, Fox Corporation and the Australian newspaper, none of these outlets and companies responded and they're in the communications business News of Nice Corp Nice people doing nice things
2: Do you
3: remember The 21st night of September Love was changing the mind of this pretender While chasing the clouds Our hearts were ringing in the key that our souls were singing as we danced in the moonlight. Stars stole the night. in September And Ah-dee, ah-dee, Dance
2: the night
3: change Oh, do you remember?
1: From the Home of the Homeless, this is Le Show. More about um, one of our favorite billionaires, Elon Musk, kind of, in uh, news of this smart, 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 smart world. Jennifer Hummondy is chair of the National Transportation Safety Board, the NTSB. She tells the Wall Street Journal Tesla should address, quote, basic safety issues, unquote. Before the car maker expands its so called, quote, full self driving mode, unquote. Musk said, he's the CEO of Tesla, in case you didn't know. He said earlier this month the company was aiming for a wider release of FSD by the end of September. Why, that's now. Why, I'm doing it as I speak. Yeah, it would make a public beta button available. To more Tesla customers, as the Wall Street Journal reports, an upgrade to the software, which was designed primarily for driving on highways, is expected in order to make the vehicles ready for driving on city streets. You know, where the dogs and kids and stuff, people on wheelchairs, all that st- all that stuff that's easy to um, spot for a machine. Homendy had harsh words for Tesla's use of the term full self-driving. She called it misleading and irresponsible, adding that Tesla, quote, has clearly misled numerous people to misuse and abuse technology. The, NTA, uh, unquote, the NTSB can conduct investigations and make recommendations. It has no enforcement authority. According to uh, documents obtained by a legal transparency group called Plainsight last May, Tesla's director of autopilot software had told California Department of Motor Vehicles that Musk overstated the capabilities of the advanced driver-assist system, a precursor to full self-driving. In February 2020, the NTSB found Tesla's autopilot driver assistance system, that's one of the older ones, was one of the possible causes in a fatal 2018 crash, stating that the driver who was playing a mobile game while using autopilot was overly confident in autopilot's capabilities. Maybe because it was called autopilot. The NTSB said Tesla ignored its 2017 safety recommendations about autopilot. The agency told Tesla and five other automakers they should add safeguards to advanced driver assistance systems so it's more difficult to misuse them. It also recommended the automakers limit when and where such assistance systems could be used. Tesla was the only carmaker that did not officially respond to the recommendations, although it did increase the frequency of alerts if a driver takes his hands off the wheel when using autopilot. See? 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 Tesla didn't respond to an email seeking comment. The reason may be because the company doesn't have a press office anymore. It typically no longer responds to media inquiries. That's part of this smart, smart, smart world. Why bother? You got a cult going. You don't need the press. And speaking of problems with cars of the future, General Motors urged some owners of Chevrolet Bolt electric cars to park and store the vehicles at least fifty feet away from other cars to reduce the risk that a spontaneous fire could spread. The Detroit automaker has recalled all of the roughly 142,000 bolts sold in the last five years because the battery can catch on fire. Ouch! GM has taken an almost $2 billion charge so far for the cost of the recall. Has been buying cars back from some disgruntled owners. The company expects to recoup much of the cost from the battery supplier, LG. Hey, LG! What's with the batteries? The new advice is likely to rankle owners who are already limiting their use of the bolt to avoid overheating the battery and risking a fire. The parking guidance, recommending a distance of 50 feet from other parked cars, kind of hard for owners in urban areas. GM has confirmed 10 fires. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has said the agency has found 13 fires in bolts. The company hasn't confirmed the additional three, a part of the current recall. The Bolt normally can go 259 miles on a charge, but that has been limited by GM's guidance to avoid a fire. GM told Bolt owners to limit the charge to 90%, plug in more frequently, and avoid depleting the battery to below 70 miles of remaining range. They're advised are the owners to park their vehicles outside immediately after charging, and don't leave them charging indoors overnight. The GM has said the fires are a rare event, reassuring and are the result of two uncommon defects that stem from a manufacturing problem in LG plants in Michigan and South Korea see they tried Michigan it's a smart 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 world now the apologies of the week Google has apologized for a wave of emails warning Cloud, Platform, Firebase, or API customers that their accounts may be suspended for a past due balance. Users began receiving these emails on the 22nd of this month. It warned their account was, quote, past due or does not have valid payment information. Dear Google customer, you're receiving this email because you are a Google Cloud, Platform, Firebase, or API customer. Our records indicate your billing account is past due or does not have valid payment information associated with it. This may happen if your credit card has expired or was canceled and we haven't received valid payment information from you. Failure to make payments may result in suspension and or termination of your billing account and the related projects or services. If you have already updated your payment information, please disregard this message. A website called Bleeping Computer received one of these emails, and when we they checked, the console showed a zero balance with valid payment information. Other users reported similar emails, even though they had valid payment information. Then Google sent another email to the same users, apologizing for the past due notices. That notification was provided in error due to a technical issue, said the new email from Google. The issue has been Sorry. resolved... We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. Deadline, Wausau, Wisconsin. Wausau West High School's principal issued a public apology this week to students, parents, and the community for a history class in which a teacher stereotyped Native Americans. The incident, reported by the Wausau Daily Herald, took place in a U.S. History 1 class in the history class. Students received a message acknowledging that the depiction of Native Americans earlier that week was a, quote, huge mistake, unquote. Students, quoting again, we would like to recognize a huge mistake during our last large group, Who Discovered America? The message read, according to the Wausau School District news release, continuing, quote, in our effort to create a fun learning environment, we failed to recognize the disrespect we showed the culture and heritage of the people we portrayed, the manner in which we presented the lesson perpetuated stereotypes that we actually stand against. Though we strive to honor the sovereignty and unique culture of each Native American tribe, we did not achieve this. We sincerely apologize to each of you and are grateful so many of you had the courage to speak up, unquote. Statement signed by the school principal, Jeb Steckbauer, said he and others at the school would ensure future lessons are more sensitive and inclusive. Uh, Superintendent, a couple of Other school leaders spoke with uh, one parent. They apologized to him and his son. They also told him that the curriculum, which included dressing up in Native American attire, had been in use for 15 years by at least three history teachers. And uh, they were apologetic, said the parent, and they applauded my son for the last 16 years. Nobody said anything, he added. They realized that they screwed up, unquote. Headline: Ottawa, Ontario. Catholic bishops in Canada apologized this week unequivocally to Indigenous peoples. Speaking of which, for the suffering endured in residential schools, the institutions held children taken from families across the nation from the 19th century until the 1970s. More than 150,000 First Nations children were required to attend state-funded Christian schools as part of a program to assimilate them into Canadian society. There's such a thing. They were forced to convert to Christianity and not allowed to speak their native languages. Many were beaten and verbally abused. Up to 6,000 are said to have died. The Catholic bishops in Canada are promising to provide documents that may help memorialize students buried in unmarked graves, work on getting the Pope to visit Canada, oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, and raise money to help fund initiatives recommended by local indigenous partners. The church has been heavily criticized... ...for refusing to provide all documents requested by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission... ...and for raising less than one-sixth of the $25 million Canadian fund... ...promised for reconciliation and healing as part of a 2007 settlement agreement. The Bishop's Apologies, the latest expression of remorse from the Canadian arms of the Catholic Church... ...still falls short short of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission call... For the Pope himself to apologize to Canada. Come on, come on, Francis, do the thing, do the thing. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat of New York, the highest profile progressive in the House, apologized on Friday to her constituents for an abrupt decision to pull back her vote against providing $1 billion in new funding for Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system suggesting she had done so after being subjected to, quote, hateful targeting for opposing it. The great British Bake Off's Freya Cox apologized to her fans ahead of the show's first episode this week after using animal products in the competition's technical challenge. As the show's first ever vegan contestant, the 19-year-old psychology student had hoped to modernize the Bake Off recipe list with her plant-based creations. But she didn't. These things happen. President Emmanuel Emmanuel Macron apologized on behalf of the French government beginning of the week, seeking forgiveness for abandoning 200,000 Algerian fighters after the nation's war of independence despite promises to take care of them. Left without protection after the war that ran from 1954 to 1962, many of the Algerian Harki soldiers who fought alongside the French were massacred. Those who made it to France under their own steam were effectively imprisoned in dangerous and derelict refugee camps. Well, there's the thanks right there. Quote, I want to express our gratitude to the fighters. Macron said at a ceremony at the Élysée Palace, I'm asking for forgiveness we will not forget. The president added that France had failed in its duty toward the Harkis, their wives, their children. Unquote. Some hecklers shouted at the president during the ceremony and accused him of making empty promises. Since uh, assuming office in 2017, Macron has tried to tackle some of the worst aspects of France's colonial past. He's accepted responsibility for the country's nuclear testing in its former colonies and its role in the 1994 genocide in Rwanda. That's a heavy load. The BBC has apologized for the distress caused to the mother of a murdered schoolgirl who said former BBC newsman Martin Bashir borrowed her daughter's clothes and did not return them. Michelle Hadaway says Bashir wanted the clothes DNA tested for a BBC program but never gave them back. Two girls, one of them Hadaway's daughter, Both nine were found sexually assaulted and strangled in Brighton in 1986. The BBC said it would look into any new details on the clothes whereabouts. Bashir was most recently the BBC's religion editor before resigning earlier this year. He uh, was involved in a controversy over his actions in uh, attempting to get to the interview, very famous interview, with, with Princess Diana. Spokesman for the BBC said, The BBC is extremely sorry for the distress this has caused in this Hathaway. We deeply regret we have not been able to give her any answers about what happened. We are appalled that this clothing was lost after being obtained as part of an investigation for a BBC program. We're continuing to look into this matter. Unquote. The BBC. Popular Chinese clothing brand has apologized for producing a shirt for children with phrases such as, quote, Welcome to hell and let me touch you on it. JNBY has pulled the item, which also features images of the Grim Reaper after her mother's online complaint went viral. She says her family bought it for her four-year-old son without understanding the meaning. JNBY has produced controversial clothing in the past. Excuse- welcome to hell, excuse me, who are you welcoming, the mother wrote on a social media platform in China. People have since shared photos of other controversial pieces produced by the Hong Kong listed company. J. NBY put out the apology on the Instagram-like Zhaoshu site, saying it had received complaints about inappropriate prints on its clothing and was sorry for it. It added the brand's design philosophy has always been, quote, freedom of imagination. Welcome to hell. Peterborough, New Hampshire, selectmen apologized to the public this week before agreeing to overspend their budget by $1.7 million dollars to cover costs of a cyber scam that could have been avoided if town officials had followed their own financial procedures. Quote, I'm sorry, said Selectman William Kennedy. I'm really sorry that we're in this situation. It's a horrible situation. And frankly, I'm angry as well. I'm angry at the perpetrators of this scheme. They're pretty sophisticated when you think about it, he said. Unquote. Scammers posing as the school district and bridge contractor... Beck and Bellucci, managed to persuade town finance employees by email to alter the routing of their payments. Three transactions totaling $2.3 million, went missing. Town employees failed to follow written policies for verifying payment alterations, including a requirement for a notarized form and a phone call. Not that sophisticated a, th- a scheme when you get right down to it. And, and we did the Apologies of the Week, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast.
4: Tempestade, chuva abismo Relampeado, azulejei com a luz Além Confessei O mar é meu pecado Eu errei, que serrei Soberbei, ora samba Aqui avesso Pela esfoladura Em minhas mãos Na palma em concha, o anjo Ressurrei A luz se assassinada A sereia na roda me avisou, mas eu sou O falar com a tocha me avisou, mas eu recomecei. Ora, samba, não perdoe esse mergulho, orgulho pescador. Que de uma outra vez com são dedo eu ando sobre as águas. Eu Agora samba, a Pela esfoladura em minhas mãos A pau me enconcha anjo ressurrei rei, a luz se assassinado A sereia na rocha Me avisou, mas eu sou beber Um fanal com a tocha avisou, mas eu recomecei esse azul que jogamos onde um até nenhum o um espinhaço sempre em esse clarão na crista ah, ah, ah o universo na caçamba é do pescador e do Tá de cima Me avisou, mas eu sou O fanal com a tocha Me avisou, mas eu recomecei Esse anzol que jogando Onde há peixe nenhum O um espinhaço sempre enriche esse clarão samba, é do pescador
1: Finally, a little news of our friend the Atom. According to the Asahi Shimbun, a major Japanese newspaper, TEPCO, the Tokyo Electric Power Company, has continued its bumbling ways concerning safety measures. The company has misplaced dozens of fire detectors at another nuclear plant, not Fuku, Kashiwazaki Kariwa in Niigata Prefecture. It's uh, seeking to restart the number 7 reactor at that plant, the utilities run into a host of problems following stricter safety standards implemented after the Fouke disaster. In the latest incident, about 100 fire detectors were not placed in locations set under safety regulations. Their mis- misplacements could delay the detection of heat and smoke from a fire, hampering an immediate response to such a potentially disastrous event. Under the new safety regulations, nuclear plant operators are required to place a fire detector at least one and a half meters from an air conditioning vent or other opening. That's released on the fire protection law. The uh, inspectors noticed the smoke detector was placed only about a meter from the ventilating opening in the storage battering room. TEPCO says it has since moved the detector to the proper location and confirmed through visual checks that the other detectors were placed correctly. But an additional inspection in April found two other fire detectors were misplaced. Following that, TEPCO undertook a fresh check of about 2,000 detectors throughout the plant. Reported in the nuclear watchdog a couple weeks ago, more cases of misplaced detectors were confirmed, bringing the total to about 100. The plant is among the largest in the world in terms of capacity. It's the only nuclear plant TEPCO can restart since it decided to shut down the whole Fukushima thing. Clean, cheap, too misplaced to meet our friend the atom. <laughs> ¶¶ Well, that's it for this week's edition of the show next time next week another one same time on your radio station of choice time of your choice on your audio device of choice too much choice and it'd be just like less choice if you'd agree with to be with me then will you already thank you very much uh-huh the tip of the show chapeau to the san diego desk to pam halstead and to uh, thomas walsh at wwno new orleans the email address for this program your chance to get cars i talk t-shirts wow there's still a few left. And um, the playlist of the music heard here on all on harryshearer.com. And I'm on Twitter at the Harry Shearer. This comes to from Century of Progress Productions and originates through the facilities of WWNO New Orleans, flagship station of the Change is Easy Radio Network. So long from the home and the homeless.